everyone. It's Hannah Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast. And today I have the privilege of interviewing Victoria Franca of Omni Wellness. Victoria is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and she helps career driven individuals that are feeling the burden of stress focus on their mental and physical wellness by guiding them through a bio individual protocol, addressing their diet, their rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. And I'm thrilled to be able to bring you this episode today because we're talking about how to avoid burnout as an entrepreneur. And this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart. As you know, I've been talking about my struggle um, with my health journey for the past year. And I'm excited to bring you these tips and tricks because this episode is action packed with so much knowledge. So I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I have Victoria Franca here of Omni Wellness. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Hannah. Of course, I am literally obsessed with you and everything that you do. So tell us a little bit how how you started Omni Wellness, why did you start Omni Wellness, and how did you get into the space? Yeah, of course. So my journey with health and wellness began several years ago. I think I was always caught in this trial of, you know, this um, cycle of trial and error. I wasn't feeling well. I had a lot of hormonal imbalance. I had a lot of acne. I had a lot of fatigue, stomach pains, but I never really could get to the root cause of what was happening to me. And it really took five years for me to, to realize that even go, even though I was going to several doctors and trying to find answers, I just had a lot of random things going on with my body and really it was the result of stress. So that's when I decided to go into functional medicine and I decided to, you know, take matters into my own hands, do the study, understand what's going on and then be able to treat myself holistically. So that's when I joined functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So I became certified as that. And then that's when Omni Wellness was born and I was able to not only heal myself, but also help others heal themselves as well. Wow. That is amazing. And just, um, kind of give us some background on the program that you're in. Like what are, what's unique about that? Just so people can understand. Yeah, of course. So, um, functional medicine has, you know, just different layers and, um, you know, different areas that you can go into. So with, um, FDNP, which is the school that I went to, we focus also on the functional lab testing. So that is very different from a lot of health coaches that just focus on assisting clients based on their symptoms, which is something that I do also, but I correlate with functional health tests. So I want to be able to get to the root cause of it and also see what could be happening internally that maybe your symptoms could be giving you an idea that it, let's say it's a, you know, a migraine, but really that migraine is in deeper layers and we need to find out what's causing that migraine. Ah, so interesting. So it just encompasses a lot more than that. And as opposed to the nutritional piece as well, but combining the lab lab testing. I love that. So you work with a lot of high performing type A, whether in the corporate space, entrepreneurs, um, talk to us about why health and wellness is so important as an entrepreneur or a corporate executive. So honestly, I really think that um, health and wellness should be something that entrepreneurs and really anyone, um, they're putting at the forefront of their minds. I think especially as entrepreneurs, we are always serving people and we're always, you know, coming, um, you know, with resources to our clients. But if we're not doing our best internally and also emotionally and physically, spiritually as well, we won't be able to serve our clients and provide that knowledge and really do the best work that we can do. 
So I think it's something that we need to focus on more as entrepreneurs is take care of yourself before taking care of your clients because you are your business. And without you, you can't show up fully to your clients. I love that. And that honestly goes back to even my own journey and my story of last year, which I've shared this several times, but I'll share it again here is that I went to the hospital last summer for severe gut pains. And I remember I was telling you this at the time, um, they thought I had kidney stones, but it turns out it was all due to the over exhaustion and the burnout of stress. And I quite yeah. literally brought my body to the point where it just, it was crippling. Yeah, so it's think- so interesting. No, it's so true. And I think, you know, a very interesting way is that like, you know, we think about, let's say our cars, our cars, we know that, you know, we need to put gas, we need to rotate tires. We take almost more better care of our cars than we do of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And our body mm-hmm. is what's the driving force of us. Honestly, without it, our business won't exist. So I think, um, you know, our bodies will do whatever it takes and show as many signs that it has to, to tell you, Hey, I need attention. Like, Hey, look at me. I need help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing as entrepreneurs, it's almost, um, and again, some people fall into this where like you almost don't even see the signs coming or you see it. Okay. You ignore it one time and then it just progressively gets worse. So I'd love to kind of segue into, you know, some of the technical aspects of stress as a whole, right? So sometimes people think of stress as, okay, I'm getting heart palpitations. I'm getting anxiety. Um, but give us some of the technical terms on what's actually happening when we go under extreme stress due to burnout and exhaustion. Definitely. So I think, you know, you really mentioned a good point. There's, um, you know, there are different types of people that deal with stress and stress can show up in their bodies in different ways. So there's that type of person that feels the adrenaline and they know that they are on a high and that they are, you know, full force, full speed, and they're thriving. They really feel like they're getting so much things done. They're doing so much and they're so happy, but they also know that this not, is not going to last a long time. They know that it's not attainable to maintain this sort mm-hmm. of speed, right? And then we have the other person that is going through more of the exhaustive phase still within, you know, high stress levels, but they start feeling like they have to slow down. They already feel like I cannot handle anything else. And that's the difference between the two types of people. Both are equally bad and are equally Mm -hmm. highly stressed. (laughs) However, they show symptoms in different ways. So it's important to understand that even though you may be feeling the adrenaline part and you're like, yes, I can keep going, keep going, keep going. Take a moment to remember that your body still needs rest and you still need to bring it back to balance. So what happens Mm -hmm. with stress is that when we're stressed out, we have our cortisol, which is our stress hormone, right? So our cortisol spikes up and our DHEA, which is our adrenal glands, they're supposed to counterbalance. So you're supposed to be, you know, high stress, and then your DHEA balances you out, and you have this counterbalance and homeostasis. Now, what happens to us is that most of the time we're not following our body's own, you know, stress rhythm, which should be high stress in the morning and then lower stress throughout the day and evening. We, mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, we are stress in the morning because we're checking our emails and we're responding and we're being active. And then we have stress in the day because we're going to meetings and, you know, taking out fires, all of these different things. And then at night, same thing. We're not stopping. So our stress, instead of just going down progressively as it should be within our body, it just keeps spiking back up. So we never enter a homeostasis um, element of our body. We're never in balance. And we never allow our body to catch up with itself because it literally feels like you are under, you know, a fight or flight Mm. So it's trying to protect you. So every time we're under stress, your body just pretty much says, all right, stop what you're doing. Focus on helping 
Victoria, focus on helping Hannah survive because they think that you're under attack. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious to see from your perspective too, like how do you respond to stress? Like what are some of your symptoms that you get predominantly? Yeah. So stress for me is interesting because I first really noticed, um, high, high stress levels when I was in high school, because I had this really sharp stomach pain that I thought like I had kidney stones. I thought it was something like there's something severely wrong. And I went to the hospital and they said, you're just stressed out. You're, you know, you're taking the SATs and you're applying to college and you're stressed out. And I said, Oh my gosh, like stress hurts. Like it physically, Mm -hmm. you know, it literally, it was painful. So, um, so with me, I think stress comes out in, in different ways. I noticed that if I'm very severely stressed, I will start to have that pain, that sharp pain in my stomach, but I know to work through it and breathe through it and stop whatever I'm doing and just realize that whatever I'm doing is not important enough or, you Mm -hmm. know, I can't allow myself to get that stressed out because my body is actually having physical symptoms. So I breathe through it. I allow myself five minutes to regroup. I go outside. I, you know, go get more water. I make a tea. I just try to get outside of my head and just allow myself and allow my body to just try to get back to balance as much as possible. Mm-hmm. No, it's so interesting because, um, you know, the next area I really want to go into is like, what are the things that you see in most of your clients? And I feel like I am also a prime example of this. So what are the most common things that you see in your clients when it comes to stress? Like, what are they, what are some of the symptoms that they're getting? So the most common things that I see is, um, first, most clients do not want to admit that they're burning out. All right. Mm-hmm. So most clients want to say, no, like I'm just, you know, if I just tweak a little bit here and there, I think I'm going to be feeling better. It's really not a big deal. And then what's interesting is that once we start doing our assessments and we start looking, you know, and actually scoring different symptoms, they notice that, oh, wow, like my body has been giving me way more symptoms than I even imagined. And then when we correlate that with a functional lab test and really are able to see internally how your body is doing, that's a big wake up call. Because a lot of the symptoms are gut related. You know, a lot of the symptoms is bloating, stomach pains, constipation, um, diarrhea. It could be migraine, fatigue, um, as well as, you know, um, insomnia. And a lot of people just look at it and say, oh, it's normal. That's how I've been for the past five years. That's who I am. And that doesn't define you. You need to be able to put your foot down and say, no, I wasn't like that. And I'm like that because I'm just overdoing it. And I just need to really focus on bringing my health back. And then I'll be able to, you know, continue progressing, continue doing what I love and thriving, but not having those physical symptoms that my body is screaming for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even for myself, and I openly share this too, that I've struggled with severe stomach related issues, which is why I went to the hospital, yeah. which was due to stress. But, you know, after that, it was the experience of the hormones on top of that. So it's all intertwined and all the inflammation in your body that you cause from the stress is just, it's so fascinating how everything is connected. Um, so in terms of these entrepreneurs, these high level executives, you know, like what are some preventative ways? Uh, and again, I feel like some of this can be very common knowledge, but we almost forget it. Right. So what are some preventative ways that you can reduce stress, either, you know, preventative measures or or if you're facing burnout, like how can you calm yourself down? Yeah, of course. So I think personally, you know, something that I teach my clients and I do myself is when you're looking at your calendar, look at your monthly calendar and allow yourself to block out the hours of 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. and also 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So what are those hours? So really what we're trying to do is help our body 
start the day slow. So we don't want to start our cortisol and start answering emails at 6 a.m. because you are resting. You are in a period of sleep. Your brain was shut down. You don't want to. The first thing that you do is look at your phone and respond and be reactive because your cortisol will just spike. So your stress hormone will just go through the roof and you're already starting your day on this like high stress level, right? So take that time, take that time in the morning to be able to have it for you, to be able to allow yourself to read your book, pray, meditate, go on a walk, do anything and um, everything that's more of the slower movement, right? So allow your body to just naturally start to wake up and not force it to go into that work mode. And then in the evening from 6 to 9 p.m., that's really when I recommend for it to be family time. It'd be your time to work out. It'd be your time to cook a healthy dinner. You know, just have quality time with those that you love. Because again, we want to make sure that we're providing that assistance to our body to slow down cortisol, right? So we want to slow down that hormone. We want it to be in that balance mm-hmm. and allow your body to just get in a position in a situation where you're able to just sleep and have a good night's rest because your body is at a point of homeostasis. And um, what I also like to suggest is looking into your calendar also for one weekend. So one day of the weekend, maybe a Saturday morning or a full Saturday if you can, and having that as your day. Block it off, take no appointments, make no plans, and really allow that day to be how you want it to be according to the moment you wake up. So if you wake up and you say, okay, today, what I really want to do is I want to lay a little bit more in bed. I want to read my book. I then want to go get a coffee. I then want to go make plans with whoever. That's okay because you're asking yourself, what do you want to do? And you're really, you know, you're serving yourself. We focus so much on serving our clients and our community. And we forget sometimes to ask that question, like, what do you need? So use that, you know, half a day or full day to just focus on what you need that specific day. So those are, you know, that's a tip that I have regarding, you know, schedule, because I think a lot of times we really just focus on putting everything in and making everything else fit and we don't prioritize ourselves. So if you look into your schedule and you prioritize yourself and your health first, then you'll be fine to fit everything else in and everything else will fit, you know, because Mm -hmm. you'll notice that the less stressed out you are, really the the better you are with, you know, doing your task and getting things done and being proactive and being more creative. You're just less stressed. You're allowing your body to fully be able to function and give everything that you you have because Mm -hmm. you're at a state of ease. Yeah. And it's guys, I had Victoria look at my schedule for the day, which I outlined hour by hour. And she said, Oh no, honey, we gotta, we gotta (laughs) rework this because, and it's so true. And I, and I have gotten to the point too, where I always talk about my non-negotiables and, um, for me in the morning, it's starting the day slow. Now I used to be the complete opposite. And the biggest thing for me now that I've structured, I don't take calls before 10 o'clock in the morning at all. Um, that's my non-negotiable. I am my best and my body is at my best at that time or later to take on calls and same for on the weekends too. Like I dedicate certain, certain days and certain times of the day, um, for just me, whether it's doing a face mask or doing some type of like self-care, but something or going to the gym when I, when we can go to the gym, um, things like that where again, it's for you and yourself, but it really helps you to collect your thoughts. So I'm so with that. And I think one of the things too, also that high performing people don't realize is 
what is the long-term effect of doing this and constantly going on the cycle? Because I've had to go through this journey this past year of realizing if I'm going to continuously burn out and go through the same cycle, like what's going to happen when I'm in my forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah. So talk to us about like some of the long-term effects that we might not be thinking about right now from stress. Yeah, of course. So really what we notice is that um, 70% of doctor visits are related to stress. So 70% of, you know, those visits of people going saying, I'm feeling this way. I, my heart's palpitating. I have stomach problems. I, you know, my hormones are off balance. Everything is related to stress. So we don't think that, um, you know, maybe we might think that stress is just what we're feeling at work, but there are also internal stressors. So internal stressors are things that are happening within your body that it's trying to fight out that you may not even know about. So that's where functional lab testing comes into play to really show you, wow, you know, Hannah, you're eating salmon, but you're allergic to salmon. You have this sensitivity to salmon, but it's Mm -hmm. something that you might enjoy eating and you don't have any, you know, symptoms of allergy on the outside or intolerance, but your body internally is saying, oh my gosh, salmon is coming. We cannot handle salmon. (laughs) So it's this, you know, it's this battle that we just try to, oh, let's just keep doing what we're doing because we think we're doing the right thing or because we just think that, you know, it's, we're, we're doing our best, but we're not really focusing on understanding what is the best for your body because every body is so unique. So every time that, you know, you're constantly going through the cycle of burning out, you eventually just give your body that opportunity to just say, Hey, I'm, I'm done. Like I can't Mm -hmm. function. So your body actually stops normal functions. Like hormone producing. It stops, you know, function of, you know, helping your gut. It stops, you know, function of creating melatonin so you can sleep better. Your body starts giving up because you're just not taking the time to support it. So really that's the long-term effect is that your, your organs and your body just starts giving up and you start having way too many symptoms that you don't even know where to begin. So Mm -hmm. it's really important that, you know, if you already feel one symptom, Try to already analyze and see, okay, what can I be doing to help my body within this situation and not let it escalate to having multiple symptoms because that's where it becomes tricky because you go to a a normal doctor and you say, I have stomach problems. I have my hormones are fouls. My liver is congested. I can't detox all these things. And they'll say, oh, well, it it seems like stress. Just, Just don't stress. But no, like you really need to be able to support yourself and get to the root cause of what's really happening with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important too, because it's not just, okay, let's just not stress out and, you know, practice meditation and call it a day, but there's so many other lifestyle factors that go into that. And I think even for myself, I have been going through, um, which is like having a good diet that, that the diet that's right for you, because right. Like diets are not, you know, there's no one set diet for everyone. For me personally, it's eliminating gluten. Like I feel so much better when I don't have gluten in my diet, having tons of, you know, fresh vegetables and fruits and tons of water and eliminating or decreasing my caffeine intake. So I think all of those lifestyle factors and the stress either in your home and in your work and just like your lifestyle in general all contribute. So it's so just interesting to hear from your perspective too. And at the end of this guys, um, actually, no, I wouldn't talk about this right now because it's so fascinating. So I actually just did a hair, I'm going to like mess this up, but hair, (laughs) mineral tissue analysis. Almost. 
Okay. Hair, hair tissue mineral analysis. Okay. Got I was close. So I just did this. And after this episode, Vicki and I are going to actually, she's going to be analyzing my results and telling me exactly what are some of the things that are um, coming up when I had to snip a piece of hair, which is so interesting. So um, can you determine like some areas that are causing stress based off of that, that, um, you know, test yes. or what does it tell you? Yeah, so we can. So what's great about, um, you know, the mineral analysis is that minerals are the foundation of our body. So what we're looking at is we're trying to see foundationally where your body is at. Is it being supported? Are you able to support it with the main minerals? How are, you know, the toxic toxin elements in your body, you know, um, showing up? Are they showing up or are they still stored in your bones? So it's really a very great test to be able to, to pinpoint areas of your body that really need help and also do that correlation of what you're feeling with what your results are. Because I think in a lot of people's cases, especially if you're that person that's going through stress, but you're still on that adrenaline and you're still on that high, you may say, no, I'm, I feel fine. I can do, I'm, I feel great. I have energy. I'm doing all of these things. And then when we look at the lab test, I can clearly show you, well, no, you know, your body right now, your thyroid is off, your adrenal glands, which is responsible for your thyroid is basically non-existent. It's really not pumping anything. So it's telling us that you are in a very depleted state of being. And mm -hmm. it really is a wake up call for people to see, especially if they are unsure and they just think that they are, you know, they can handle it all. So, um, mm -hmm. so it's a really great test to be able to, to pinpoint that and also look into your, your gut and see how your gut and liver is doing. Look into, you know, maybe hormonal symptoms. If you are having a lot of hormone symptoms, it really points to us, you know, where we see your detoxification, because if your body is not detoxifying, then that means that the hormones that you have, you know, monthly, it's not coming out of your body. So that's where mm -hmm. estrogen begins to build up and you start having more PMS symptoms because your body is unable to detoxify properly. So there are so many great um, aspects of, you know, being able to test minerals and being able to pinpoint areas that really need more support, as well as one, which I think is super important is, you know, within the gut health, it's looking into pathogens and looking into maybe bacterias or parasites that are living in you that cause that internal stress those things that you have no idea about, but it could be inside of you and it could be easily from contaminated water or, you know, vegetables that were un uncooked or unwashed um, or unwashed properly. So it really depends on, you know, every person. And then through that, we can then determine what is the best diet for you because it's going to tell us your metabolism type. So if you're a slow metabolizer or if you're a fast metabolizer, there's a certain aspect of a diet and ratio that you should be sticking with so that you can support your body. So you support it foundationally. Also tells us what types of food and ingredients you should stay away from because veggies are great. However, if you have you know a high potassium level already, you don't wanna be supporting with more bananas because you're just mm -hmm. going to increase that potassium level. So it's really important to be able to gauge and be able to, to see really bio-individually what your body needs and how we can support from diet to rest, to exercise, to supplementation and stress reduction as well. This is amazing. I'm so excited to hear this. And guys, I will drop some more details in the show notes so you can learn more, ask Victoria questions because it's so powerful. Um, and I will also share in stories, some of my results as well, because I think yes. it's so interesting. You're going to um, be excited. I'm excited I'm for you. I'm so excited. So excited. But no, this has been so great. And I really want to segue into the part of the episode that, you know, everyone looks forward to, right? Which is why I started Thrive Society to begin with, you know, 
every entrepreneur has been faced with struggles in their lifetime. And those struggles and those challenges have helped shape the trajectory of their businesses. So can you share with us a story that has impacted you and really just helped you to thrive? Definitely. I think my, my biggest, um, I think my story really that is impacted where I am today is my own health journey. So it's really, I think it's similar to where you are also Hannah, but it all started with my pain and my pain turned into purpose. And it's from there that I was really able to find my calling. And I think, you know, it was a God moment. And I believe Mm -hmm. that that's everything that happened for five years and all of my trials and, you know, tribulations and just, you know, cycles of, trial and error, trying to figure out what was going on with me, there was all a purpose for it. So really that's where it, what it brought me to, to seek further into functional medicine, to be able to look at it holistically and also be able to, to just support myself and be able to, you know, guide my body, but be a voice that can share that with others and help others feel better also. Because I think a lot of times, especially if you're having symptoms and you're not really sure what's going on, you may just feel like an, a, you know, like an alien. Like you just feel like mm-hmm. you, there's something wrong with you and you don't know and you don't want to share. And it's something that, you know, people just pretend everything is okay, but inside you really feel like something is off. So really my mission was to be able to, to get people to be able to share their story, be able to help them feel better, but really make themselves a priority in their business and in their lives. Because I don't believe that we can give our all, we can be the best version of ourselves if we're not putting ourselves first and our health first. Mm, I love that. I love that. Your personal struggle like helped you to start this business. So yes. that's amazing. Um, okay. So tell us, tell the audience, where can we find you? How can they work with you and all of the details? Great. So you can find me on Instagram at victoria.wellness. Very simple. And then my website, you can find me at omni, which is O-M-N-E, wellness.com. And then I'm also on Facebook at Omni Wellness um, on Facebook. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Hannah. This was great. Wow, 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 guys. That was incredible. I mean, we all struggle with stress of some form as a career driven individual, right? And just having the knowledge to understand, you know, like what are the long term effects? How can we deal with this? How can we manage this? I think it's just so, so, so helpful. And as I mentioned before, I'm going to drop some useful information below in the show notes for you. So stay tuned. And if you have any other questions, let me know. Otherwise, I will be back soon.